Code. On this week's episode, we'll be discussing the big Nintendo Giga Leaks that gave us all things from the Platinum uh, demo to some news about an MMO, which I think everyone's been asking for. So without further ado, let's get into it. Welcome to episode 10 of the Poke Ramble podcast. I'm your host, Kamail, and I'm joined as ever by the Battle Frontier Brain himself, Amit. How are you, my friend? I'm so good. Shouldn't it have been without further bid you? Whoa. That's, that's big brains sort of level, sort of <laughs> punnery that I could only dream to achieve. Only nice. dream to achieve. Uh, but I'll, I'll, I'll keep it in the back of my head for next time. But yeah. I've had Gen 4 in my mind all week. Oh my god. I wish I was as fortunate as you to be able to be do, doing stuff like that. Um, but no, another another episode. Uh, a little milestone for us, episode 10. Woo! And we've got, please be excited in the chat. He's, he's awake. It's 6am where he is, but thank you for joining us, Ben. Uh, so yeah, on this week's uh, episode, we're going to be talking about uh, all things Nintendo Giga Leaks. But before that, there's a lot of sort of mis- miscellaneous news that we need to talk about. So are you ready to get into it? Let's do it. Let's do it. What's Pokemon going on? Uh, so this is the section of the podcast where we talk about Pokemon Go, uh, if you didn't get it by the pun. But hey, uh, it's been Dragon Week this week. Uh, so dragons are there, dragons are here, dragons are everywhere. Uh, so we've got this event till August 7th uh, at Friday, 9 p.m. GMT. But I actually wanted to talk about something that comes after the Dragon Week because that'll be after um, Dragon Week ends and it'll be on f- the 7th of August and the podcast is not till the 9th of August. So let's talk about it now. I don't know. I don't know why I put myself into that little quagmire. <laughs> <I don't, laughs> it's like, <laughs> let's talk Pokemon. So Enigma, Enigma Week is happening uh, and you're going to have Deoxys out there in raids and for the first time ever you can catch a shiny deoxys if you're lucky uh alongside Ooh. shiny deoxys you're gonna have shiny star use about so if you're lucky you can pick yourself up one of those um and there will also be unknown letters in raids uh, which is i think the, it's the first time we've ever had unknowns in raids uh, but the unknowns that will be in raids are u l t r and a um so make sure you just catch uh, one of each because Traditionally, they're very difficult to find. Um, apart so from I that, found, I actually, do, I have a really interesting fact about unknown. Just while you mention it, uh, they ban wait, 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 every... wait. unknown fact of the week. No, but this is not unknown li- fact of the week. This is it's... bonus unknown fact of the week. Go on, I've, got, I've right got the logo up. <laughs> <laughs> so they actually ban certain types of unknowns from uh, VCG, so that you can't spell out rude words in your team names. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, that would have made a really good unknown fact of the week for another week. But thank you for wasting it here at this very moment. That's all right. You're very welcome. I do nothing but waste. It's great. But on top of unknowns uh, being in raids, you're gonna have Pokemon in the wild, such as Clefairy, Jigglypuff, Staryu, uh, Lunatone, and Solrock, uh, Baltoy, Bronzor, and LGM, which I think is the first time LGM's been about. But hey, that's the Pokemon uh, sort of Go event after the current one we've got on August the seventh. 
Uh, but apart from that, Magikarp's going to be making a splash because it is the next community day. Uh, so this community day will be August 8th, and I've just realized that's next week. Oh my god, I can't have a break from Pokemon. Help. Help me. But yeah. Uh, Why would you want a break from Pokemon? Well, Pokemon Go. I don't want to be just looking oh, at my well. phone for like five hours. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, that's coming to raids, and you'll be able to... Not raids. Uh, coming to the game, uh, you'll be able to find uh, Shiny Magikarp more often than not. So make sure you catch your shiny magic up uh, because you need 400 candies to evolve into a Gyarados And we know Gyarados is going to be joining the game as a mega evolution later on um, But that's uh, magic up uh, community day on August 8th uh, For September you've got oh sorry for August You've got your research breakthrough reward, which is a scraggy and you're a big fan of scraggy especially since he was on he was on that Looney Tunes-esque sort of Pokemon episode on the Pokemon Japan Twitter account. Yeah, that was so much fun. Account. If you, Yeah, we talked about it on the podcast. If you haven't seen the uh, Pokemon crossover with Looney Tunes, go check it out. Uh, mm -hmm. Scraggy is hilarious. So yeah, that's that's another thing to, to be aware of. Um, and the last thing I just wanted to touch on was I said I'd talk about the Pokemon Go Fest that happened last week. Um, and I just want to say it was a fun experience. The only problem for me is it's constantly ongoing. And so if you're someone that wants to catch them all, if you want to try to maximize your opportunities to catch a shiny, you're constantly going to have to be on your phone. And I did not enjoy being on, on my phone constantly the entire day. Um, and there was also like survey issues that was happening throughout the first day. Um, so they've announced they're going to be making a uh, makeup event in a couple of weeks' time. So we'll mention it on the podcast closer to the time. But it was, it was a fine go fest. I think maybe they need to make it a bit more cheaper for the sort of... Um, you know, Pokemon Go from home experience. Uh, but generally, it was a fun event. And the second day was really fun because Team Rocket were everywhere. And so there was a lot of um, Team Rocket opportunities to battle against them, battle Giovanni, battle the three sort of executives in the game um, that are exclusive to Pokemon Go. But yeah, generally, it was fun. Um, probably not worth the uh, amount of money we paid. But yeah, it, it was fun. But there was there were still some issues and it was a bit frustrating having having to be on my phone constantly to benefit from play well benefit from the event. Let's say. But that is it for Pokemon Go. Unless you've got anything to add on there. No, no. I mean, one of the things I've discovered on my phone is that I can have apps overlaying other apps. So yeah. that's my solution for having to be on my phone all day. Is I can have a video at the top, and then I can have Pokemon Go running in the background. That would be my solution. Fair enough, fair enough. And yeah, I've seen your I should, eyes. I should definitely lend you my Pokemon Go. <laughs> I should lend you my Pokemon Go Plus as well. Sounds like you need it. Yeah, I probably do. Probably do. But even then, you, you, it's a very low chance of you catching the Pokemon for Pokeball if it's rare. Um, but anyway. No, I didn't know that. Anyway, we will move on to the next section. So you want to be a Pokemon Masters? Pokemon Masters news. So, first up on the Pokemon Masters news list is Lyra has been revealed. So we had Summer Steven revealed last week, and this week uh, we had um, Lyra revealed as the other Summer Sync pair. And I just wanted to ask you, what did you think of the design? Because it wasn't something I was expecting. Or I wasn't even Yeah, I really Lyra. like it. I like that they've, I like that they've played into the, the Johto culture, obviously being, you know, based on, on Japan. So it's really... It's a really cute design it's a nice um outfit and really nice that they've gone for something 
uh, more unusual, like rather than just a, a swimsuit or something like that. They've gone yeah, for so, like, uh, traditional Japanese summer garb, which is really, really nice. Yeah, and in a lot of gacha games, the way they sort of get you is like, oh, look, you've got this person as a, uh, as a, um, as a special unit, and look, she's wearing a bikini. And it's like, oh, let me waste all my money, and it totally didn't happen to me in real life. I may have spent too much money. Yeah, I mean, credit to, credit um, to DNA for designing a really nice character and for, for not going down that route. Yeah. Um, I mean, because uh, we, we, really we did think that it would it would make sense for Cynthia to, to appear in the game with, with a swimsuit because, one, there's popular demand from the internet, I guess, uh, if you follow the Pokemon Masters subreddit. But also, they mentioned it in-game. Uh, and, and, like, traditionally in the, the mainline games, there's a reason for her to be in that sort of attire because she was staying at uh, Caitlyn's uh, beach house, wasn't she? So, mm -hmm. yeah. But, no, it's really nice to see that, you know, they've... Um, They've centered it around a Japanese sort of summer, you know, and, and concentrated on a sort, sort of like a summer festival of sorts. Uh, so you can see she's wearing a yukata with a little pouch and whatnot. And if you if you've been to Japan and you know you you go to somewhere like Meiji Jingu or something, you you'll see people with their yukatas and the little pouch bag and whatnot. So yeah, it's very nice. And you actually made a really good point uh, off stream is that um, it represents Johto as a region because uh, Johto is very uh, you know traditionally Japan inspired. Yeah, and I think it's uh, it's like I said, I think it's a uh, it's really nice that they've done something fitting to the region. Yeah, um, it's it's a, it's a really cool design. Credit to, to DNA. Yeah, again, we've got CJ Gamer TV uh, on on the live chat saying that he expected Wallace and or, or Cynthia, and I think Wallace would have been a good shout as well. I guess. Um, well, just you know, being someone that likes being around water. Yeah, I mean, I, I honestly thought maybe Misty or yeah, Wallace is a really good shout as well. Um, but no, they've gone with something completely kind of unexpected, and it's, it's worked really well. Mm. Hey, but we might get a different sort of Cynthia in the future. Who knows? Who knows? Um, but the mm. other thing with um, Lyra is that uh, she's got Jigglypuff as a partner. Uh, and what do you think of Jigglypuff? Have you read up about Jigglypuff at all? Or? I have. It's a, it's a very unusual character. Mm -hmm. um, uh, as a sync pair, they, they're, they're definitely unique. Um, and have some really interesting abilities. Mm -hmm. um, I, I think I've seen some people use it really well. Uh, I've seen some people say it's, it's quite tricky to use, which I think is fair. I couldn't work out if it evolved. I don't think it does. No, it doesn't. Um, so I think you, you get your Jigglypuff and you, you rock Jigglypuff. But yeah. um, it's exciting to have a really uh, strong fairy type in the game, finally. I mean, Valerie was not bad. I'm certainly using Valerie for some of the events that are in-game at the moment. She's we'll not spectacular by any means, though. Um, but no, she's certainly not not top-tier material. But mm -hmm. Jigglypuff is, is doing very, very well, so nice to have a really strong um, fairy type in the game, finally. Yeah, and as CJ points out, it's our first five-star uh, fairy type uh, sync pair, so... Yeah, we all thought it would be Diantha, it's not. Oh, uh, eventually we might get Diantha, but who knows. Imagine we get trolled mm. in the anniversary, like, haha, no blue or signature leaf. It's going to be Diantha. Please I, wouldn't, I wouldn't call that a troll. I'd be totally fine with that. Mm. I mean, if the sixth month anniversary was red, I mean, come on. You know? Come on. Mind well, you, I've got bias towards. She's the she's champion. Yeah, but red is the goat, you know? <laughs> People say that about Cynthia as well. That's fair. That's fair. I, I've heard it both ways, um, but I think Jigglypuff is a good sync pair if, if you're someone that's got Serena like you, because a lot of um, abilities on her sync grid is, is related to having your opponents asleep and doing extra damage whilst your opponents are asleep, so maybe good, a good pull if you've got um, Serena, but 
hey, that's enough speculation from me because Lyra came with an event uh, alongside some Steven. And I think we've both played it. I've still got one more stage to go, but I want to just uh, give people a heads up that we will discuss this in length next week. So just make sure you complete it by then. It's not actually that hard to get the en enough sort of tokens to be able to complete the event. So yeah, just just play the summer event. It's, it's quite fun. And I mean, you have discussed about some of the cool things they've referenced in there, which is... Um, yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll keep spoiler free um, for those who haven't played it. it it's a really uh, nice story. It's actually, you know, a, a fuller story than I've seen from some of the other events as well. So um, it's it's very funny. As always, they draw on the weirdest and most nuanced aspects of the law um, from the games uh, in actually a really cool way. There's um, a really cool reveal in one of the later stories that uh, I had no idea about. And you texted me and said you had no idea about either. So um, yeah, definitely go and um, and check it out uh, the story because it's, it's well worth playing. Indeed, indeed. But you know what? Uh, some people are saying it's not worth playing at the moment. And why is that? Why is that? Because they've added some things in this big update. Talk to me. So yeah, we talked uh, a long time ago that Pokemon Masters were going to be adding a stamina system to the game. Mm -hmm. uh, I think I remember at the time, you know, saying I was quite excited. It might be one of the things that got me back into the game. Turns out the thing that got me back into the game was uh, Serena being a really strong team player. But <laughs> um, yeah, the stamina system's in the game. Uh, it's been running now for four or five days. We've both obviously been playing the game uh, pretty extensively whilst... Um, Stamina system's been live. Yeah, it's it's a very different game. Um, it feels different. It plays different. My interaction with the game is very different with the stamina system. I think that's a big thing. The game hasn't changed too much in terms of what you can do in the game. It's just how much you can do in in the game and when you can do it in the game. Yeah, and, and one of the things that always used to put me off um, phone games was stamina systems. I used to hate having to wait for stamina to recharge to play a game that I wanted to play. Um, I've never been a fan of having to set my calendar and schedule around, you know, making sure that I'm back in the game before all my energy recharges, so I'm not wasting energy cycles. Yeah. Um, so it's hard for me. I mean, I, I remember saying that I was really excited for the Sandman system, you know, when we first talked about this. Um, and I think my my views have shifted now that I'm actually playing the game. Yeah. And one of the things that I was quite excited about in Masters is that I was starting to catch up with um players who've been playing the game for a long time so you know i was able to grind through uh leveling up my characters and i was able to level up um you know and unlock a lot of the things that i needed to in order to kind of catch up and, and compete with the the most difficult content yeah at uh, the very normally, least you is... you you had the sort of tools and um opportunity to level up certain sync pairs in a few days to make sure you don't miss out on uh, events and sort of medal events and yeah and, and it's entirely it's around. entirely optional so you know the game doesn't force you to to rush through it you can play it at your own pace um, but now with the stamina system, um, even if you wanted to, you know, you're, you're unable to, to kind of catch up with the, the best players or, you know, or get your team strong enough to take on some of that post-game content because you're limited in how much you can do per day. And I, I have seen people on, on Reddit and things like that talk about, you know, starting a brand new account and just seeing how quickly they could uh, level up and rank up. And, you know, for a lot of people, it's it's not. Uh, remotely quicker than it than it was before mm -hmm. so you know they are getting to a stage where they come to a grinding halt and they can't kind of level up quickly enough and they can't um, do things that they could do before and that's it's hard and I'm, and I'm finding it difficult as well because obviously I'm super excited to be playing the game and you know I want to try and keep up with the content but so far I'm struggling with the stamina system and I think the bit that makes it really difficult is that they've also introduced skip tickets 
um, which allow you to basically autoplay an event without even having to, to load the event. You can just yeah. say, I want to skip it, and you get all the rewards, but don't do the event. Um, so you can burn you through have the to do it once, about at least to unlock the, the ability. Yeah, you, to you do have to do it, it once to unlock the ability. But um, the thing that's really tricky about it is obviously once you've then um, once you've done that, uh, you can actually just burn through all your stamina for the day in about fifteen seconds by just using skip tickets. So yeah, and just wait nine um, hours for it to refill. Yeah, it's it's tough. I mean, I'm I'm getting to, I'm coming to terms with it, but uh, so far I'm, I'm struggling with it. Hopefully that will change. Yeah, I mean, as they said, it's it's not something they're introducing permanently at this point. It's a trial thing, and they're going to wait for feedback to see how players have reacted to it. But it's very much, I think, being, being a long-time player, I like, you know, sometimes opening up the game at 7 p.m., having a podcast on and getting through sort of the daily grind of things. But now with the stamina system, it's making me think, well, if I don't play it in the morning... I'm gonna have less opportunity to do X, Y, and Z later on. I won't be able to. I won't be able to juggle between doing the co-op area and then doing the event area. Which I don't know why they've introduced stamina to events because they said they wouldn't, but they have evidently. Um, but yeah, it, it means I have to play earlier to do one part of the game and then wait nine hours for my stamina to refill to be able to do another part of the game. Uh, it's just not how I want to, you know, play a game. <laughs> full stop. You know. So um, they, no, they've given I think you a lot of. They're giving you abilities to recharge your stamina by using gems, and it's just not something I'm interested in doing because the whole point of having gems is to be able to get yourself new characters to then train, evolve, and, you know, help your future content. So, yeah, I'm not enjoying their stamina system, and I hope it changes soon. Yeah, no, me too. I mean, let's, look, let's not derail the podcast moaning about... Um... Pokemon Masters, but yeah, it's tough. No, I'm, I'm not you know what? It. Let's do it. Just... <laughs> <laughs> uh, we could. We could very easily fill an hour just, just ranting about um, Pokemon Masters. But we but, shouldn't. But, we wouldn't. but I, I will give credit to the new training area with the co-op orbs. Um, nice to not have to do, um, you know, a super training course where you have to beat like an ultra hard difficulty boss, take maybe a minute or so, and then have to get like these red soda cannons that you don't need and and get maybe 50 sync orbs with it now you can just do a dedicated area to sync orbs which i like yes yeah it's, they've made they've definitely made some improvements to the game for real and i think ui as well has changed uh, a, a bit uh, in terms of you know when you're creating teams and you want to swap people out it's a lot more um streamlined rather than what it used to be like hmm that is it for uh Pogo Masters unless you've got anything to say uh I don't think so yeah moving on welcome to the Pokemon Calf can I take your order please uh yeah Pokemon Calf what's happening in Pokemon Why is that so miserable just reflecting the experience that most people get when they go to a restaurant or a cafe okay all right I understand I can sympathize with that <laughs> So yeah, what's happening with Pokemon Cafe, buddy? Um, so we had the Cafe Grand Prix that we talked about last week. Um, so people hopefully have had a chance to compete and earned lots of acorns for uh, for doing that. I still don't understand what what acorns are for, but I, I hope you got lots. I couldn't even find an answer. So if someone does have an answer, please let us know in the chat or send us. <laughs> I'm an sure email that I'm sure that they are very very useful. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure they're very, very useful. Um, but the you know the Grand Prix um, gave people the opportunity to compete with other players, um, and also you know got them lots of nice rewards. So uh, hopefully you all had a chance to take part in it if you were playing Pokemon Masters, not Pokemon Masters, Pokemon Cafe. Get out of your head, buddy. Get out of your head. Ah, oh, the rage. It's just the rage. But, 
rage against the the, the, the stamina machine. Um, and yes. we've got another we've got another thing added to Pokemon Cafe. And what is that? Buddy? Probably my favorite my favorite thing I've seen all week is this cute little artwork of Weasel. Um, so Weasel is joining the game uh, Pokemon Cafe on Wednesday, um, and that artwork is just um, it's it's beautiful. It's it's so cute. It's uh, really nice. I mean we've we every week we talk about how lovely the artwork is for Pokemon Cafe. They've done a great job with Weasel, uh, and he joins the game later this week. Fantastic. Uh, permission to make a bad pun? Absolutely. Can you was Weasel it? Weasel it? I like that you hesitated. Yeah. I like that you hesitated halfway through. It was a stretch. It was a stretch. We're moving on. Gotta watch them all, Pokemon. I always have to remember not to break my voice when, when singing that little section. Um, mm. But yeah, we, we had a bit of a Pokemon uh, anime sort of news, and this one relates to the movie. We've got voice actors for the Japanese uh, movie uh, revealed, uh, and I only recognize two of them. So the ones I recognize is Shoko uh, Nakagawa, who's going to act as Karen. Uh, and most people will know her as the singer of the Grand uh, Lagan theme tune. But outside of that, she's had loads of anime roles, film roles, TV roles, and she actually does the Pokemon television show in Japan that's been running since like 2013. So she's a familiar face for most people. Uh, the other one is Koichi Yamadera, who's playing Professor Zed, the mysterious Professor Zed, but his uh, voice actor um, did Beerus as well in the uh, Super, um, Dragon Ball Super. And uh, in Gintama, if someone's seen that, he also plays Yoshida. So a couple of big names in there. Uh, the other two I didn't recognize, but they're probably really famous in Japan and whatnot. But hey, they give us voice actors. Uh, but there's also going to be a live stream. What's this live stream about? I wonder. Yeah, so there's going to be a um, live stream next week. Uh, I can't remember the exact date. I think it's the 8th. Uh, I'm just double checking it now. It's the 5th, thank you, uh, Wednesday the 5th. So there's a live stream next week on Wednesday um, where they'll be showing uh, The Power of Us. So you can um, you can watch the uh, the Pokemon movie, the um, the Power of Us, which is the 21st movie, mm -hmm. uh, for free on the live stream. Uh, and then afterwards, they'll have, uh, I think, a little bit of news about Coco as well. So um, if you're looking forward to the film, if you haven't necessarily seen um the power of us go check it out it should be uh it should be good fun i'm in love with the coco okay okay rain it in rain it in uh and the other last thing for the pokemon anime news is uh in japan we're getting a new opening song next week and i'm really excited for it i'm really excited for it are there going to be rankings maybe maybe one of these days but hey that's enough for me for the pokemon anime anything you want to pop up in this this section uh, no, I'm, I'm just I'm I'm really excited. I hope that the movie does get to come out this year, um, in the Western release as well. It, it's looking unlikely, but I do hope it does. I'm going to totally pretend that I I, I wasn't um, I wasn't playing the uh, section music whilst you were talking by accident. Um, but we shall move on. I love that you asked me if I have Sorry. anything else to say. And you're like, nah, yeah, yeah I just played it in the middle of you talking. <laughs> Perfect podcast. I know, I know. We're we're just such pros at what we do. Absolutely. Um, hey, I'm a pro. I'm 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 a pro. All right. If you're out there scouting for new podcast talent, I can I can hold it together. All I'm saying is I know a lot of lawyers. I know a it's lot true. of lawyers, and it's by true. the time you get started at your new job, they'll be broke. Um, moving on. You haven't maybe signed a non-compete clause. You I should really do that. 
I still don't know what that means. But hey, what I do know is that there was a Pokemon MMO in the works uh, a long, long time ago. I should say this section's uh, titled, uh, it comes by you by Amit, it's titled, I just caught a far-fetched leak. Nice. Um, so yeah, let's let's talk about, I guess, our main topic for today, um, which is the Pokemon news that came out of the Nintendo Giga Leak that happened did we ever establish, uh, on the 20th. Did we ever establish what a Giga Leak was? No, we were debating this. So I understand leak. And I can kind of get my head around Mega Leak. But what the difference is between a Mega Leak and a Giga Leak, like I understand that Nintendo have had a whole load of IP uh, shared publicly online, a lot of which was probably never made made uh, for the public domain. Um, so maybe it's just the sheer volume, but it's certainly not anything to do with the volume of, of data. Think um, of Megabit, Gigabit, is, you know? Yeah, but a lot of this stuff is is very old. So if, it's, if the, the size of the files are tiny, that's I think I'm, I'm I think the hack up. came from like a two terabyte thing. Maybe that's why it's oh, called wow. a Giga Leak. I don't know. Then why wouldn't it be called a Terra Leak? Oh, now you're asking too many. Ooh. Like, like we might have to silence <laughs> you after asking okay. these sort of questions. Let's, let's talk. <laughs> let's talk about um, very quickly the background for the leak. So most of the the information that we know was um, revealed through. I'm just trying to find the Reset name of the outlet. Reset era, thank you. Um, and they basically uh, uncovered a whole load of information about um, things that the Pokemon company were working on, things they had in the background. And probably the most interesting of those is that there was, in 2004, a, a Pokey MMO in development. So um, basically, there was a company who, uh, called IQ, uh, that's IQUE, who were working on developing a what looks like MMO for Pokemon. And um, we don't know the ins and outs of exactly how the MMO function would work, uh, but what we do know is that if you'd have played the game offline, um, then you would have had uh, the ability to catch around 30 Pokemon, and then when you jumped into the online version, uh, the full Pokedex would have been available to you. Uh, I think you would have been able to battle other, other trainers, so um, it really didn't look like a quote-unquote true MMO. Um, so it's yeah, it's a real shame that we never got to to see it come to fruition. Yeah, you really use what your GBA as a controller for the MMO and whatnot. I don't yeah, know how it would have worked. Yeah, a theory that you could plug your your Game Boy into your computer and stuff. So really, really interesting. Um, we actually do have uh, well, well, something well, well, called. Before you mention this, before you mention this, the Pokemon podcast in no way condones this or supports this. But go ahead with the next bit. Absolutely. Uh, there is actually an unofficial uh, hacked version of uh, a Pokey MMO. Interestingly enough, it's called Pokey MMO, um, and it went live in 2012. So I think it launched with Fire Red, Leaf Green um, in an MMO style where you could literally battle other trainers and uh, explore the Kanto region. And then I think it's evolved to have other regions as well. Um, and I, I, th I think I played it at one point um, because I think when I first met my girlfriend um she actually had played it in the past and she was like we should play this together wait what um, which i think we... i yeah. did not know this <laughs> yeah yeah i actually found out about pokey mmo from my girlfriend so we played we played it together we started new accounts we journeyed through uh, i think hoenn together and then we would have gone to kanto and then uh, i think the game went through a massive hit and you couldn't like, fly to kanto anymore <laughs> we um <laughs> 
yeah, we, we pokey wrist hit, and then we couldn't go any further. Um, but yeah, that was uh, that was how I came across pokey MMO. So it's apparently reasonably popular still. Um, and I, I don't know whether any of the assets from IT were ever shared with the people who came up with pokey MMO. I, I have no idea. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's a shame, really, that we never had an official pokey MMO. Um, I think it would have been really interesting. Indeed, it would have been. Indeed, it would have been. But hey, do you know what is interesting? But no. The fact that we've got all these beta designs coming out of Diamond yeah. and Pearl. So before that's we... true. This is very, very, very interesting. Before we talk, I've just showed my document out there. Oh god. Oh god. <laughs> They're seeing how the cookie's been made. But PokeyLeyT on on Twitter uh, is the main reason we've got all these because he's gone into the game and he's he's ma- managed to extract so much data out of it. So go follow him at Pokey. Uh, Pokeelli uh, YT. I'll just put his Twitter up there. You can see him over here. But yeah, we've got some sprites, and I thought we'd have a look at them. So yeah, should we should we have a scroll and let's talk about them? Yeah. So some really interesting things came out of the Gen Four leak. Uh, probably the most interesting of those are some of the what we call beta designs for uh, some of the sprites. You can see as we're scrolling down on the screen, uh, Palkia, Dialga, and then probably the most interesting, if you want to pause there, <laughs> Beta Arceus. So. Um, the original design for the god of all Pokemon was a bit of an amorphous blob. It's an ominous, ominous blob. Is it ominous? It looks ludicrous. If you woke up and saw that thing looking at you, I'd, I'd, I'd want to be I... permanently put to sleep, dude. <laughs> I feel like this is the kind of thing where I see a dust ball in the air and that's probably what I'd see. Like, if, if I woke up and I saw Charizard, I'd be pretty scared. But not if I saw this dust ball floating around. Yeah, you, you talk brave now. It's I'll, true. I'll, I do I'll, talk brave. I'll arrange something with Sophie to prank you. <laughs> you <know>? <laughs> <laughs> Just record it for the podcast. Good good content. But yeah, yep. it's, um, I don't necessarily think that they were ever going to use this as you know Arceus at any point I think they probably wanted to get the demo running and thought we haven't so fully completed his design yet or haven't even thought about doing his design so let's just put this as as a sort of thing as a substitute in there whilst we still work on the yeah, design yeah and you can see I mean well as we scroll down you'll see some of the other designs I mean some of them are just literally um sketches they're not even in the art style that Pokemon would typically use so you can mm-hmm. tell that this is just uh placeholder content and um, and you can see now uh, Beta Garchomp, who was uh, orange originally. So, so not, you were not, saying that uh, he looked very, very much uh, like an aquatic shark rather than a sand shark in his beta design. We have thought that. Yeah, I mean, I, th- I thought that the, the the evolution line looked a little bit more like you might find them in the ocean rather than yeah, as a sand shark. Um, I actually really like the design. Um, it's a cool, um, it's a cool alternative artwork for Garchomp, and I guess. Maybe one day we'll get something similar. But, this is uh, this is the uh, reality where Vardy squared the ball over to Sterling, and we scored. <laughs> <laughs> this is uh, a really good comment actually, which is if if they ever made this a regional form for Garchomp, uh, I'd be totally fine with it as well. Yeah, it'd be cool. I will say that Gibble looks like a Digimon more than anything. That yes, that was my first reaction as well. Is I did think it looked like a, an early Digimon design. <laughs> but what happened to our boy Torterra? Yeah, Torterra just didn't get. I think it, it, it's like, one of those sort of early, more, early drawings. So like, not fully fleshed out. More like Torterrifying. <laughs> I thought I thought you were going to go for Torterrible. 
Oh, okay. No, I wouldn't. I, 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 who am I to criticize this? Art? I feel like we made this. I feel like we made that same joke before, and the, I, I, you literally said "too terrifying," and I said "too terrible." I think we've made that exact same play-by-play -play before. Have you have you looked at this penguin over here? Are we about to talk about <laughs> Beta and Polion? Yeah, I mean, um, yeah, Primplop looks very strange. I definitely prefer his his final design to this, but. He does look, um, he looks cuter. Uh, no comment. Some very, <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, the, the beta combi line looks absolutely bizarre. Um, it looks like you've got little pigs inside the, inside the honeycomb. <laughs> You're right. It looks like something out of Minecraft. <laughs> it does. And Vesperquin just looks menacing. Like, I thought its original design looked menacing, but this looks even more menacing. Yeah, I kind of like it actually. It's like an evil queen. I really do like the design for for Vesper Queen. I can't really tell too much of different difference with Bronzong and Bronzong, but the Hippopotas line it just looks naked. Yeah, I mean, again, I think this is certainly the the Hippopotas. I think uh, looks like just an early design. I mean, it, it, that's basically a hippo. Yeah. Um, no kind of. It's got we'll no Pokemon. You know. No, well, there's no, there's no sort of Pokemon touches to it at all. Uh, he powered on orange rather than, uh, as we now have it, gray and or brown, depending on gender. Mm -hmm. um, but you can see that the concept was kind of there with the the spouts for the sand. So, you know, you could see that the design was further along the lines than Hippopotas. Carnivine as well. It, it's quite close to its final design. To be fair, maybe the eye is a bit different, but yeah, I mean, it, you know, it looks like it's been drawn in a very simple, you know, almost MS Paint. But you can certainly see where the design was headed. Now, this is what I'm sad about, because I would have loved this. I would have loved this Luminion. Yeah, Luminion looks really nice. I mean, I wondered um, when I first saw it if it was maybe supposed to be the shiny variant, but actually um, it was it was the original design, and it was uh, it's really, really pretty. I think a lot of people would have uh, really liked the design if it had been the real one. Again, another contender for a regional variant, maybe. Yeah, Ben's just saying that. Some 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 dude at Game Freak was like, "Oh, we'll use Steve's daughter's drawing on on the fridge and put it into the game." <laughs> Why does yeah, he some of these really He's are. got an Asbo. <laughs> Antisocial <laughs> behavior order. <laughs> yes. Yeah, he he does look like a troublemaker. Yeah. Very very weird looking. Um, Magmortar looks fine, I think. Yeah, I mean, again, it's just an early artwork, um, but it looks very similar to the final design. You can see the cannons on the arms. Yeah, it looks looks really cool. Now, Togekiss. Dude. Yeah, I saw some really interesting theories about Togekiss as to whether this was a beta design or if actually that Togekiss was going to have two different forms, one for the male, one for the female, um, and this would have been maybe the male design. It's a very, very uh, radically different design to the final form. I actually really quite like it. Um, but I think one of the prevailing theories was maybe it was a you know uh, a differing gender. Perhaps, perhaps. Who am I to say? Um, I don't think there's anything to say about Yamaga apart from it. It's still terrifying in its final yep. design. Uh, Glass Absolutely, looks fine. What happened with Pro Pass? Yeah, I think this was probably just early design work, and they hadn't finished it. I mean, you could see that the the mustache was always the <laughs> the main idea for it. Um, but without all the bits on the sides, you know, his quote-unquote arms, he does look very, very strange. 
I wish we had like a four hymns or like a Harry sponsorship where we could just put an ad right here <laughs> and just be like, yeah, talking about mustaches, Harry's is a race company. But anyway, uh, Beta Roton. Yeah, I mean, this is the design. fridge design that um, Ben was talking about. Yeah, I mean, obviously, if if the design for Roton was always going to be for it to inhabit um, appliances, then I guess it kind of it's amorphous form, quote unquote, doesn't make too much of a difference. But so different to the the final design we got. Mm. Heran's got some dots where they shouldn't be. Roger Gigas, not, not too dissimilar. Roger Gigas looks like a meme. Um, <laughs> yeah, but still, you know, still very true to the the final form. Uh, what is happening with Arceus? Uh, yeah. No, this was this. This wasn't Beta Arceus. This was Beta Giratina, I believe. Was this this Beta Giratina? I think it was supposed to be. Um, yeah, I mean, it almost looks like what we ended up getting with Therian Landorus was was the first thing I thought. Ah, uh, um, yeah. Four-legged, winged, you know, wings on the head, um, and I can definitely see the resemblance between the two. Um, obviously, nothing like what we got uh, in the final form. Um, and we know it's not Beta Arceus because we saw the dust ball further up. Uh, this is definitely Giratina, uh, meant to be Giratina, um, but just absolutely, you know, the, the what I would have called the, the development concept for, for Therian Landorus. Yeah, you can tell. Um, but this is the interesting one, Beta Dockroy. It just yeah, looks like so... a, a Chad, really. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, much obviously much skinnier than the final design, um, almost a bit like a sort of um, like an evil spirit who's just rushing around. Mm -hmm. um, but what was really interesting about uh, Beta Darkrai is he actually did end up in uh, real Pokemon um, media. So uh, as a little Easter egg, you can actually see Beta Darkrai in the poster um, for the the Rise of Darkrai movie. Yeah. Which I think was the tenth movie. So really cool to to see that you know he makes a makes a return there. Yeah, and Central Pokemon on Twitter was the first one to spot that. So gonna give credit to him over there. Mm. Uh, check out their um, Twitter account. But hey, uh, Shaman, Shaman has had a haircut during lockdown. Clearly. Yep. But yeah, that's, yeah everyone's tending to their gardens. That's what's what, yeah. I mean, there was a ton more sort of sprites. For early generation as well, uh, you can check out Pokey Ellie YT. But what are some other things are that have been uh, leaked out of the um, sort of demo? Yeah, I mean, I'll just talk about some random facts as you start scrolling through. But I just wanted to give a real shout out to Beta Pidgeot, uh, which is well worth a, a look up. Probably the best that Pidgeot's ever looked in any game. Um, I really like uh, Beta Pidgeot. Um, we actually would have had uh, Electivire being called Elaking. Um, in one of the original uh, betas, that's how his name would have translated. Uh, so we do, we do now have Electrovire, but originally we would have had Ella King. Um, we also discovered that Turtwig would have been a grass poison type rather than grass and then evolving into grass and ground. Um, so there's a there's a, um, a file that shows that, that Turtwig originally had the poison type as well as grass, um, which is very interesting. There was lots of unfinished uh, music themes that we uncovered so the music for well, Cynthia. Well not even unfinished but like there were like beta versions for example Cynthia. Yeah some, some of them were, were unfinished and some of them were um, 
some of them were were different to the the final form. But so we Cynthia's got... the drum the drums on Cynthia's sort of um, sort of um, original theme were very subdued compared to the final version where they really have a prominent part of the the soundtrack. What I noticed, noticed anyway. Yeah, and um, we also had the theme for the fight with uh, Diago of Halkia. Uh, different thing, well, a beta theme for the gym victory music and for Victory Road, um, and lots of the towns as well. So, Heartthrone City, Twin Leaf Town, San Gem Town, Floraloma Town, a couple of others as well, um, all slight variations or just in development. So, you know, missing certain instruments or not quite finalized. So, really interesting um, for people who are, you know, really into the Pokemon music, which um, is always a treat and always one of the most memorable things from each generation. Um, really interesting to see that you know that development process in a way. Kessel's asking, by the way, would you prefer Electivire or Eleking? Um, I think I prefer Electivire. I think I do, and the only reason for that is I think Eleking should go to the strongest, greatest Electric type Pokemon that there ever will be, and I don't think that's Electivire. Oh, I've come up a, a bit that you actually really liked was a Beta Rampardos. Yeah, Beta Ram Paradise looks really cool. Um, honestly, I think a lot of people prefer it to the to the final design. So this sort of gray, uh, gray brown, sort of stony, real sort of ferocious. Um, I don't know, Ram Paradise is, is ferocious, but just the horns and everything. It's a really, really cool, um, a really cool design. Very angry looking. Yeah. Um, actually, just while we're on that, some other uh, Beta Pokemon to really go and uh, find if you can. Uh, the design for uh, female Pikachu was really different. Uh, a lot more feminine than the final design came out. That's going to be impossible, uh, so that's one that people have to do their homework on. Yeah. Um, I think you can actually Google it and you'll find it. If you Google female uh, beta female Pikachu. Um, do I have and to? Then, uh, no, of course you don't. Of course you don't. Beta uh, and Houndoom, Houndoom actually, uh, Houndoom also looked really good as well. Oh, okay. Yeah, there we are. Image 2. So you can see that the heart-shaped tail was already in in people's minds, but yeah, the the female Pikachu looked a lot a lot different to the male. We have something now that you know, other than the tail, really, that's hard to tell. Um, and I'm glad that they went hard that route. I'm glad that they didn't make Pikachu overtly feminine. Hmm. Cool. But yeah, that was the the beta design. Anything else on the beta leak stuff that we got? Or um, yeah, we found out some other interesting things. So. Uh, Red actually appeared in some of the, the beta Pokemon contests. So the protagonist oh, from that would have been so the cool. protagonist from Fire Red, Leaf Green, uh, was used in some of the contests. Um, I think at one point you scroll past the design for Crash Awake, uh, who looks like he's based on a Swampert. Um, his original design had uh, the ears and the eyes that really um, remind us of Swampert. Um, Steven, it turns out, was being used in the game as a placeholder for Cynthia. So every time Cynthia appeared in the game, uh, it was actually Steven that you ended up seeing. Uh, and Wally was used as... Oh, there's, uh, there's Pidgeot, actually. I think you just scrolled past Pidgeot, who looks fantastic. Yeah, there we are. So are we speculating terrifying. that they just didn't have Cynthia ready as a concept yet? Or... Yeah, exactly that. Yeah, exactly that. So it, um, the character was named Cynthia. The references were all to a female. Uh, and similar for Wally, who was used as a placeholder for your rival. It was always your rival's name, uh, either Dawn or Lucas, who um, you would actually be talking to. So they were purely placeholders. But again, just another interesting thing about how they do the development for these games. Uh, and then two pieces of very, very cool random trivia. 
Um, one is that uh, originally Dawn or Lucas, so whoever your rival was, uh, had a second bed in their bedroom that was removed. So there's speculation that maybe they had a sibling uh, or it could have been for their parents, um, but really interesting that there was a second bed. Uh, and probably my favourite fact of all uh, is that actually your father turns up at the beginning of um, of the game and talks to you at Lake Verity. So Wait, you would have had a father in this game. What? Yeah. No, so actually, the, the, game. the Japanese name translates to Papa um, or Father. So it's, uh, it's clear that there was originally intended to be a father figure for your character in Generation 4. I mean, you had one in Generation 3 as well, so it wouldn't have yeah, been a I new guess, thing. I guess you're right. Um, but just absolutely crazy to think that they took a, a, a parent away from you. <laughs> oh, I can't even keep a straight face off that comment. <laughs> That's fantastic. Yeah, that was that was probably the the most interesting thing that came out of uh, of the leak is that actually there was a a plot line surround. Well, we believe a, a you know somewhat of a plot line around your father, and that entire thing was taken taken out. You know, there's one thing that the leak didn't give us, uh, and I'll connect it to the next segment. Where the Helioptiles Pokemon sleep? Where, where's the leak <laughs> on Pokemon Sleep? You know. I don't, I don't. It's like all this information has been hacked from Nintendo, but the one thing that everyone wants there to actually get their hands on, Pokemon Sleep, they, they didn't bother. It's this a... is the hottest IP that Pokemon have come up with for yeah. 25 yeah. years, and, and the, the hackers didn't bother. I think it's a conspiracy. I think, I think it's a conspiracy. Sh- we should be like Thanos and just do it ourselves. I'm going to take some courses hack, on YouTube. We should hack what you're saying. We should hack Nintendo for Pokemon Sleep. I'm not saying that on the podcast where you know everyone. Can hear. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, it's strange that we still haven't heard absolutely nothing. It's August no, now. No, I tell you, I tell you, no, but I know why. I tell you what it is. It's a conspiracy. The hackers went in. They were looking for Pokemon Sleep, and they found nothing. It's a, it, it's a conspiracy. It just doesn't exist. There's nothing there. It's and yeah, they haven't done any work on it. We've convinced ourselves the it hackers, exists. The hackers would have found it. If it existed, the hackers would have found it. Damn. Well, I hope you enjoy your update for Pokemon Sleep. Everybody, we're moving on. <laughs> it's the Podcast Form News Roundup. Uh, so first up on the Podcast Form News Roundup is the fact that Pokemon Tournament DX is now available to try in its entirety uh, for free on Nintendo Switch. Uh, for Nintendo Switch online players in US and Europe till August 4th. So you've got another couple of days. Uh, any thoughts on Pokemon? Uh, I really like the, the game. Just one second, uh, Matt. Uh, one second. We just got a sub. Uh, Al Trousman gifted a sub to Kesselwings. Thank you very much, Al. Continue oh. your point, I mean. <laughs> I was going to say, I really like um, Pokemon Tournament as a concept um, because it feels like the closest thing we've had so far to real pokemon combat where it's real time you dodge in real time the only thing that i think for me comes closer is poke park wii 2 just flipping it in again okay i'm, I'm um, you off there the other the, <laughs> other the other update we've got is um new raids in, in pokemon sword and shield do you want to tell me the new raids in pokemon shield before we have to listen about pokemon pal park 5 or whatever <laughs> yeah so the, um you can now catch uh ground types and water types in promoted raids in sword and shield um, we have also rolled over to a new month, which means there's a new uh, Series 5 ladder. So if you're playing uh, VCG, then go check that out uh, and earn your Amorite Ore and Battle Points for uh, this month. Do you want to have a look at Please Be Excited's pun in the chat and maybe you save it for a week uh, of where the hell is Pokemon <laughs> Sleep? 
I will absolutely do that. Yeah, we're, go we're going to credit him. Don't worry, Ben. We'll credit you. Do did you have anything significant to say about Pokemon Pal Park 5? Or should I move on? Uh, I, no, I was just going to say that I was actually reading an article last week um, when we were, we were uh, um, talking about the hardest challenges that exist in Pokemon games, um, mm -hmm. which was a really fun episode, actually, and, and well worth... Uh, if you think you've played every Pokemon game, go and check that list out because you won't have done all of them. Um, but yeah, it was really interesting that actually uh, lots of people were saying that the mechanics for Pokemon Tournament um, were derived from Pokepark Wii. Um, and I was just reading some of the, the, you know, the theories around it and the way in which the combat evolved. It's really interesting that um, like a lot of the ways the Pokemon move and some of the concepts for dodging and things seem to derive from Pokepark Wii. So all I'm saying is it's the best Pokemon game ever. Next segment. Unknown fact of the week. I forgot what, what the section was even called. Oh dear. Yeah, <laughs> I put you off today. What's happening, dude? Unknown fact of the week this week is Pokey Park. No, I'm sorry. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Unknown fact of the I week. I would have had uh, to find a replacement. I would have actually had Ben <laughs> on the podcast instead of you. <laughs> so, unknown fact of the week this week is that there is a theory that you killed your rival's Raticate in Pokemon Red and Blue. That's a bit I'll let that settle for a second. Yeah, quite a dark one this week. So uh, when you fight your rival on the SSM uh, in red and blue, uh, one of his six Pokemon is Eraticate. Um, and then when you next catch up with your rival, which is in uh, Lavender Town, you meet him in, in Lavender Tower, uh, he talks about one of his Pokemon having uh, passed away and that he's there to um, you know, pay his respects to one of his, his, his partners who, who didn't make it. Um, and what's really interesting is that... Uh, in that battle, your rival brings the same Pokemon that he did on the SSN, but there's one missing. Uh, so rather than a party of six, he now has a party of five, and missing from his team is that Raticate. So the theory is that actually you ended up killing his Raticate on the SSN, and your rival had to come to Lavender Town to, to say goodbye. So what you're saying is we're the monsters in the Pokemon we world. Are. We are absolutely the monsters. I do, I do sort of admire how subtle it is, though. The fact that you have to really yeah. think about it. Yeah, I mean, it's obviously, I mean, it's it's quite a somber point, and they they do kind of gloss over it a little in the game. But when you stop and think about it, you actually encounter your rival in a very, very large cemetery built to the built to the sky, uh, where he's talking about one of his Pokemon who's dead, and it's it's actually when you think about it, a really depressing moment in the game. Um, but it is kind of glossed over, both in you know the original games and in Fire Red, Leaf Green. Um, you know, you you basically your, your rival then just challenges you to a battle, and normal service is resumed. But um, the bit that that uh, people have stopped and thought about is actually well, his team changes from a party of six to a party of five, and of course, if the one that's missing is why he's in Lavender Tower, you could be responsible for Raticate's death. And people think Pokemon is a kids game. Ha! Huh, I say. Huh. Um, but yeah, that was unknown fact of the week. And we've got one more little tidbit for any other business. I'll give it a jingle. Why not? So you have stumbled across Yoshinoya, which is like a, a fast food chain in Japan, are doing a collaboration with Pokemon. Yeah, I just wanted to pull this up and talk about it because I love 
the fact that whenever you like Pokemon is everywhere in Japan, uh, and now it's in Beef Broth. So if you um, head over to, uh, you have to say the name because I'll get it wrong. So Yoshinoya, which you can practically find anywhere. Like when when I was staying in Japan, uh, my hotel was always always like a two minute distance from Yoshinoya. They sort of serve yeah. gyudon, which are like, like these beef balls where you got beef and rice and whatnot. Um, but you can find them so, practically everywhere, really. Yeah, and what's really cool is that um, they're doing a collaboration with the Pokemon company. So when you order Pokemori, um, you you can get uh, this dish, which comes in a wonderful um, Pokemon-designed bowl. Uh, and at the bottom of the bowl is one of seven characters. You can see them on the screen at the moment. So uh, I think Donphan's there, Hippowdon, um, Rhyferia, Rhydon, Honchcrow, Numel, and I can't quite make out the one at the top. Um, but uh, there's some really cool designs there. Um, oh, it's, it's Electros. Um, that's the last one. Uh, I think you get a little Pokemon toy and a really cute little uh, Pokemon juice box as well. So um, really, really cool. If you're in Japan, I am very jealous. I would love to go and uh, pick up one of these. I think it's 488 yen, uh, if I remember off the top of my head. But it's a, it's a really cute little thing and a really fun collaboration. So I just wanted to, to show it off and uh, I'm sure you'll all be just as excited as I was. Do you know what? I actually really like the fact that you found something as niche as this. <laughs> so, <laughs> so yeah, long way continues. I, I do my research for the podcast. I always yeah. do my, my research. Yeah, for sure. I, I, I really want to add quirky stuff like this to, to our little rotation on the podcast. So, yeah, good good spot. And, um, yeah, have a beef bowl on us, guys. Have a beef bowl on us. Unless you're a vegan, then um, have – did they have d- dessert or something? I don't, I don't know what vegan options are available. Forgive me. Yeah, but yeah, that's been another episode of the Pokey Rumble podcast. Uh, do you want to take us out? Absolutely. So uh, thank you everyone who joined us live this week. Uh, as always, it's lovely to have people join us live and join us in the chat. We stream the podcast live every Sunday evening, 7.30 p.m. EST. British summertime or 6.30 p.m. Uh, Universal Central Time, and you can work that out in your own time zones. Um, if you can't catch us live on Twitch, and obviously we'd love to have you, uh, go check out uh, Spotify, where we are, Pokey Ramble Podcast. YouTube, again, search for Pokey Ramble Podcast, uh, and all of your other good uh, podcast streaming services, we are there as well. And very soon, hopefully, coming to the Apple Podcast service as well. Yeah, so uh, happening had- because I updated the art which was the sticking point last time, and I've got no response from Apple, so you've taken it into your hand, own hands, haven't you? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I tried to take it into my own hands. Um, so I've set us up uh, an account with Apple Music. Uh, we're in the process of being verified, and then we'll basically be able to get the podcast live uh, on Apple Music. So apologies for the delay there. Um, but what is really cool is that uh, we finally managed to get around the issues we were having with episode, I think it was five, six, uh, where we did the... Or was it maybe six? Yeah, I was thought um, it was five. It was actually six. <laughs> it was six. Uh, where we were reviewing the very best um, Pokemon intros, um, our musical episode, um, obviously, which gave us a huge load of copyright issues. So we finally got around the hurdle on that. Uh, that will be either going live or is live on YouTube. I think so it's, it is live it's, now. It's on private at the moment. I just need you to go in there and just maybe edit the descriptions and whatnot. But it's there. So um, coming at you by, by, by tomorrow morning. Uh, you will have episode six, and then over the course of the next week, we'll be catching up all the other episodes on YouTube as well. Uh, so go find us there if you want to. Uh, I've been the Frontier Brain. And I've been the other guy. Uh, catch you next week.
Oh, we'll see you next oh, week. Oh, very important, very important. Next week we will be doing um, the podcast at 8 p.m. rather than 7.30 p.m. Uh, this is due to me uh, doing a quiz uh, competition with Billy the Door. So follow Billy the Door on Twitter for details about that. But I'll be joined uh, by a few other people, including the tribesman, uh, Al Tribesman, for that uh, quiz competition at Billy the Door. Uh, so, yep, 8 p.m. podcast rather than 7.30 p.m. podcast. Don't forget. We'll see you next week. See you next week. Goodbye. Bye.